You are listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message. Wow. Wow. Do you know why I'm saying wow? And why I'm smiling so much? Because we've come to the moment you have all been waiting for. Look, guys, listen. Listen, listen, listen. Just this week. Tell your neighbor, just this week. I was listening to a very great man of God preaching. His name is Bishop Dacuid Mills. And he very, I need you to understand why I say, he very casually, he was explaining something. And he said, you know, one day, say one day. He was sitting somewhere in South Africa. And somebody was preaching. And the message the person was preaching was from a book that he had written. But he said the way that the message was preached was so nice. It almost felt like it wasn't his message. And he went back to preach the message in his own church. And look, today we are blessed and fortunate enough to have in the house that same preacher. I thought you'd be screaming. I thought you'd be jumping. It's been too Shout unto Jesus, I want you to welcome back our pastor, Bishop Father, we 
want to thank you as we surrender ourselves to you and yield ourselves to you and to your precious Holy Spirit. Fill us with your spirit. Fill us with your word. Fill us with direction. Give us hope. Give us light. And give us direction through your word, Lord. Thank you that every useless situation is cancelled. Every hopeless situation is cancelled. Let your will be done amongst us, O God. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for calling us. Thank you for choosing us, Lord. This is your calling. This is your doing. Thank you for all that you have for us, O God. Fill us with hope. Fill us with light. And fill us with direction. Thank you for a blessed day. In Jesus' name I pray. And everybody said, Amen. Beautiful. Wow. Take your seats. God bless you. Okay. Well, it's a great blessing to see all of you. It's good to be back at the over, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. We thank God for keeping us, protecting us, preserving us. And um, by His grace, we are alive and well. Still believing, still serving God. Are you not happy to be in church? I believe God is going to do great things with you. How many of you are ready to be used by God? To be used by him. You've been used by other people before, isn't it? How many of you have been used by other things before? Things. Things first. And how many of you have been used by other people? Yes. So now. Now it's time to give yourself to God for God to use you. How many of you like God to use you? Like how many of you like God to use you mightily? Yes. If you give yourself to God, all the other things and people who used you, you forget about them. You don't even remember them because the, the glory of God will be so great on your life. The beauty of God will be so great on your life that you don't even have time to remember anything or any person that has ever used you. Yes, because the glory of God that is coming in your life will be so strong and will be so beautiful. It, it cannot be. It can, I mean, you must be I don't know. You cannot be anything to even bring those days up. So God is going to use you mightily. God is going to use you mightily. God is going to use you great things to do great things. So be ready also for great changes which are all going to be an opportunity for you to do more for Jesus. And do more for God. Are you ready for great changes? Yes. Important changes? Yes. Big changes? Yes. It's all to give you the chance to do more for God. 
He's going to use you. You are the ones he's got. So you are the ones he will use. He's got you. You are the one who came to church. So he will use you. Who else should he go for? Who else should he go for? It's you. Isn't it? Yeah, it's you. Usually when you are looking for, if you are, if you're a parent, I'm sure your parents do. If you're a parent, you're looking for someone to send. You don't, you don't call whoever you see first is the one you send. Yes. It's like you're the one who is around. Hey. Yes. Sometimes you don't even mention a name. You just, you just sound an alarm. It's like, who is there? Who is around? And children usually think that when parents say who is there, it means there's something special. So you see one runs, and then when you run, you come and meet. You come and meet your father sitting there with a switch just here. And he says, that, turn on the light for me. And that's it. <laughs> How many of you have experienced that before? Yes. Is just a foot away from the switch. And you run from somewhere when you come in. He just says that. Just tell it all. And that's it. That's all. And you'll be waiting for the next instruction. There's nothing more. Yes. So God is going to use you. Amen. Yes. So don't be surprised when God calls, when you arrive and God just says that, look, just do this for me. Because that's what he wants. Will you do it for him? Big or small? Or you only want to do big things. Yes, anything at all he tells you to, just do it. God says, get that soul into church for me. Just get the soul into church for him. Wow. Fantastically beautiful. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Jeremiah 23. Woe be unto the pastors that destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture, saith the Lord. Very interesting way to start the service, isn't it? Yeah, but but it's, it's in the Bible. You can't, you can't avoid what's in the Bible. You can't say what's the Bible is not in the Bible because it's there. So, go on to the pastors. So, pray for pastors. Yes. Go on to the pastors that destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture, saith the Lord. Because God's eyes are on his people. And God likes his sheep. And he likes his people. You are the, you are the sheep of his pasture. Yeah. That's what the Bible describes. We are the sheep of his pasture. So his eyes are on us. And he would like us to be fed and to be looked after. How many of you would like to be looked after properly? Yeah. And looked after well? Yeah. yeah. Everybody would like to be looked after. I also like to be looked after. You think you're the only one who likes it? I also like to be looked after. Yeah. And then, verse 2. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God of Israel against the pastors that feed my people. You have scattered the, my flock and driven them away. I have not visited them. Behold, I will visit upon you the evil of your doings, saith the Lord. Hmm. 
pay for pastors. Verse 3. And I will gather the remnant of my flock out of all countries whither I have driven them and will bring them again to their folds and they shall be fruitful and increase. So you see, this is, this is God's aim or God's vision and God's desire for every one of you to be fruitful and to increase. And he's saying that to achieve that, he needs the pastors to do their work. He needs the pastors to do their work. The pastors must do their work. If pastors do their work properly, every single one of you will become a fruitful Christian and an increasing Christian. A Christian who is multiplying. A Christian who is increasing. If the pastors visit the people and feed the people and do the right thing, every one of you will be converted into a fruitful sheep or member and an increasing member. That means that every one of you will become 10, will become 20, will become 50. That is, that is God's mind. That's God's mind about you. That you are sitting here alone, but God expects you to become 50, to become 30, to become 100, to become 10, to become 8. Whatever number, he says that, and they shall, they shall be fruitful and increase. The flock will be fruitful and the flock will increase. Verse 4. And I will set up shepherds over them. Wow. Who set up shepherds over them, sorry. Which shall feed them. The shepherds will feed them. Is it not beautiful? And they shall fear no more, nor be dismayed. Neither shall they be lacking, saith the Lord. It's just as soon as shepherds, pastors, pastors, shepherds, shepherds come in, God is saying that, and they will fear no more. And they will not be dismayed. Neither shall they be lacking. In other words, they will not lack any good thing because of the presence of shepherds. You know, you know what, what, what I want to be talking to you about? I want to talk to you about that you must be a shepherd. Yes, you must be a shepherd. You must be a shepherd. You must become a shepherd. You should be a shepherd. Every one of you here, everyone, including those of you who are here for the first time. <laughs> yes, that you must be a shepherd. A shepherd you must be. So I'm going to explain to you what it means to be a shepherd and why you must be a shepherd and how you can become a shepherd. Yes. Because you think God, God is going to use you to do great things. Oh yeah, 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 I really want you to prepare your hearts and your minds that your life, your your church life is now going to start. Yes, it's now it's, it's now going to start. God is going to use you to do beautiful things, beautiful things. You'll be fruitful, and you will increase. Yes, God is now going to use you. your church life is now going to start. All this while you've been warming up. 
Yes. A new chapter is now going to start. Yes. Yeah. God, God is now going to start something beautiful with you. Yes. You will see beautiful things in your life. Beautiful things in your life. You see beautiful opportunities. When you see, when you see an opportunity, you should take it. You shouldn't drag your feet. Yes. And whilst he's doing beautiful things, you see already we can see the weddings, isn't it? You even have more people to attend your wedding. Because you'll be fruitful and you'd have increased. All your sheep will attend your wedding. And they'll be clapping for you. Yes, they'll be there. They'll be there. Plenty. Plenty. Yes. Yeah. When my daughter was getting married, I had, I had plenty sheep attending. My sheep, plenty sheep. They bought, they bought tickets and flew. When I was, I was getting married, I didn't get that. There were six people when I was getting six. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But when she was getting married, people bought tickets. I don't even know how much their tickets cost. Some of them came for one day. They landed. They landed Friday night, Saturday wedding, Sunday they are out. I said, no problem, no problem. That's the beauty of having sheep, having flocks from different parts of the country. Came from Scotland, from Leeds, from Manchester, different places. Yes. So I'm just saying that to say that your wedding day will be very beautiful. Amen. You just have to start working immediately because your wedding day is also soon. It's not like your wedding day is far. It's soon. So you have to work quickly. Two news. <laughs> yeah. It's not like I'm talking about some futuristic um, wedding. It's, it's soon. So you have to, you know, you have to do your work very quickly, so that they can they can gather and be there. It's it's one of the blessings. Why not? It's one of the blessings. If you marry somebody who can bake, you eat cake. Yes. If she can if she can bake, no cake. You just buy, you just buy party. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But first love ladies are supposed to be able to bake, you know. Yeah, so. so if you can't bake and you're in first love, you should know that you need to be retrained. First love husbands don't buy they don't buy cake from the shops. They say I'll eat cake and when they get home there's cake. And first love wives will say, Don't worry at all. I'll just mix something, I'll just throw it into the oven. Just give me a few minutes to be ready. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
One carrot cake, no problem. Cucumber cake, no problem. <laughs> Watermelon cake, no problem. It's never a problem. So, I'm talking to you about you must be a shepherd. And you must become a shepherd. Okay, you must become a shepherd. And I'm going to give you some beautiful reasons why you must become a shepherd. How you can become a shepherd. And I really want... Let, let me read one more passage. Ezekiel chapter 34. I just, I just want you to see how serious shepherding is to God. You understand? How serious shepherding is, is to God. Um, a lot of us have experienced shepherding. So now it's time for you to shepherd others. Because when you don't start shepherding, what happens is that you start complaining. Anybody who ever talks to you and is complaining about another shepherd, tell the person that, hey bro, it's time for you to be a shepherd. That's all it means. That's, that's all it means. As soon as you see someone who, because it means that the person is of age. That's what the person can see, the problems. Do you realize that? Do you realize that at a certain age, you never complain about your parents? It's when you go to a certain age, they say, hey, daddy doesn't do this. It means you must start your family. And do, and do the things, do the things you are saying your father doesn't do. Do it for us to see. Mm. Yes. Because, look, daddy hasn't changed you. This is how he's been all your years. But he was, he was like a star in your eyes. It's like a star. It's like a, like a star in your eyes. But as you grow up, you start seeing problems. He doesn't do this. It's like this. I don't like the way he talks. I don't like the way he does this. I don't like this. Look, get a job. Get an apartment. Marry somebody. And be a dad. And do, and do better than him. Or if it's your mom, do better than her. Because now you're of eight. So you can say, mommy, mommy. Mommy, mommy, <laughs> yeah, even funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, even funny. Just go and do it. Just go. Just go and do. Go and do all the things you're going to do. All. Yeah. There one lady once who was not married, and as we're preaching, you know, telling wives be like this, and after church, she told me that look. She doesn't even. I'm saying these things. She doesn't understand. Understand. But she was not married. She was a single girl. He says, that's, 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 I just relate with these things. He said, when she marries, says she will give her husband a menu. Hey. So you have a printout menu for him to choose. Uh, uh, I know her. As I'm talking to you now, I know where she is. I, knew, I know which country she's in right now as I'm talking. Many years. Many years. Do you know what it means for someone a menu? Options. It's like choose any, I have it. Choose any, I have it. <laughs> have you given your husband a menu before? <laughs> I 
even even when they give you a menu, it's like a set menu. It's like, it's like this is what is there. <laughs> this is what I'm bringing. It's also, it's also nice give, to give you an idea that this is what you are having today. So, this is your first course. So, you know that second course, this is status, this, this. So, it will be coming. Yes. So, try it. Try it at home, okay? Try and print out something nice and just put it there. And just. What you're saying, Look, first love marriages is very nice. Also. Those of you who married outside first love, don't be jealous. First love marriages are very nice. Yes. <laughs> Those at the back, are you with us? Okay. Can you hear us? You can hear the message. Okay. Okay. There seems to be a lot of excitement in the front, so I was wondering whether you are. Are you, are you with us? Okay. Okay. Okay, Ezekiel 34. Ezekiel 34. Says that, and the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, prophesy against the shepherd. I'm reading this for you to see how serious shepherding is to God. That He, he really takes it seriously. It's not, it's, not, it's not like a post or a rank. He expects us to do our work. And He uses, you, you will discover that He uses shepherds. God needs shepherds, and God is always recruiting shepherds. He needs people to do the work of a shepherd all the time. So when they don't do the work properly, it, he really gets upset. And he reacts to it. He says, prophesy against the shepherds. Prophesy and say unto them, thus saith the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God unto the shepherds. Woe to the shepherds of Israel that do feed themselves. Should not the shepherds feed the flocks? Hmm. Verse 3, you eat the fat, you clothe you with the wool, you kill them that are fed. Neither have you healed that which was sick, neither have you bound up that which was broken, neither have you brought again that which was driven away, neither have you sought that which was lost, but with force and with cruelty have you ruled them. Verse 5, and they were scattered because there is no shepherd. And they became meat to all the beasts of the field when they were scattered. They were scattered because there was no shepherd. You see, the more shepherds that we have, the more there will be a gathering of people that Jesus died for. Jesus died for the world. Died for everybody. But you need a shepherd to gather people. Once there's a shepherd, there'll be a gathering. One, there's a shepherd, there'll be a government. 
Once there's a shepherd, there'll be a gathering. Once there are shepherds, there'll be more gatherings. The gatherings get larger and larger because there are more shepherds. The absence of shepherds causes scattering. People are scattered. There are people who are supposed to be in church today. I don't know where they are now. I don't know what they're doing. They'll be watching Olympic games. I mean, something. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know where they are. But it just means that they are scattered. They're supposed to be, have gathered. Because this is supposed to be a gathering say We're supposed to have gathered. We're supposed to be about three times this number. We're supposed to be three, four times this number. We're supposed to have about two or three services. That's what I'm saying, that great changes are coming. Great, beautiful changes are coming. So I want, I want you to prepare your heart to be shepherds because we are going to gather, you're going to gather mighty flocks, large flocks because they are God's people. Jesus died for them. Jesus died for them. All that is needed is shepherds. Can you see as I'm reading the Bible, shepherd, because maybe you think that shepherd is a first love term. That's what I'm reading the Bible to you for you to see that. Shepherd is the word that God used. He used the word shepherd. That I need shepherds. I need shepherds. I need shepherds. They were scattered because there is no shepherd. Or there aren't enough shepherds. Few shepherds. We have few shepherds here. They've been able to gather us. So we need more shepherds to gather more. Yes. More shepherds will gather more. And which is, which is, more means more salvation. The purpose, John 3.16, maybe you haven't seen John 3.16 before. Let's read John 3.16. Yes, John 3.16, you should see it. Maybe you've never seen it before. You may never know limited. It says that for God so loved the world. For God so loved the world. You see, you love Matilda. God loved the world. Yes, all your love you have was for Matilda. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you really, you really, you really love Matilda. You love Matilda, you're even about to leave the church because of Matilda. But God's God's love goes beyond one person. Even goes beyond one constituency. Even goes beyond one one city. And it goes beyond one nation. His love is for the world. God is able to love the world. He loves the world. So when he says, be a shepherd and just love a few people, it's not, it's not too much work because he loves the world. So allow the love of God to fill you and to fill your heart so that you can love more people. Because people, people are really different. And, I mean, people are different. Yeah. When we start discussing the work of shepherd, you see that people, people are di- different and complex. Some of you will even see yourself in some of the descriptions. You see what you were like and how God has healed you, how God has helped you. Yes. But you see, you have to pray. You have to pray to always have a shepherd who has a large heart. Or who has enough heart for you to be tucked in. Because you've been tucked in somewhere. You've not been driven away. You've been tucked in. With all your, you know, 
You know your things and your ways, but it's like you are there. It's like it's okay. Because, because God has touched someone's heart to give him room for you to tuck you in. But it's like just, you know, just be there. Just be there. You know, just be there. Just be around. Just be around. Just be around. No problem. It's like there's no problem. It's like there's no problem. Because really there's no problem. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory. Come on, everybody. Everybody. Why should I mean? No, no, take me back to John 3.16. I want John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So based on this, based on this verse, we should be able to reach out to the world. Yes. Out of here, out of here, we should go to the world. We should go to the city. You should go to the city. Some of you will discover that your calling and the, the grace of God on your life means that go to nations. And there are a lot of nations that we are not in. So that nation is for you. That nation is yours. You should go and take the nation. Go and take the nation for Jesus. Be bold to take a nation. Not, not a town somewhere or or somewhere where you feel, you know, it's safe to be here, or it's, you know, yes. be, bold, be bold to take a nation. Like Caleb said, like Caleb said to God, give me this mountain. Or said to whoever he said to, give me this mountain. That I want the mountain. I want the mountain. Because God promised me that he'll give me this mountain. Give me this mountain. That's somebody who has a call of God and believes he has a call of God. Hmm. So God so loved the world. So today I have a few things to share with you. A few things to share with you. So for you to know that you must be you must be a shepherd. So if you are not a shepherd yet, please become. And then if you are, if you are a shepherd already, if you're a shepherd already, you have to up your game. Yes. Because God is expecting you to be fruitful and to increase. And the world, you know, John Wesley said, John Wesley said, the world is my parish. He said, the world is my parish. Not just, not just England. He said, the world is my parish. It's like, God, it's like God has called him to the world. You know parish? Yes. Today when we talk about parish like some local area. But he said, the world is my parish. It's like his vision for churches, souls to be saved is the world, and souls to be established is the world. So we have to we have to see bigger things and see a bigger picture in our pursuit of God and our love for God. How many of you here love God? Yes, they love Him enough more than more than new earrings. Yeah, love Him more than love Him more than a beautiful wedding day. Because yeah. a beautiful wedding day you will have. But by the grace of God, we'll ensure that your wedding day is nice. Yeah. It, uh, it will be nice. Yes. It will be nice. We'll smile. We'll take pictures. Yes. Yes. If you give us chicken, we'll eat it. Yes. But love God. 
You see, your love for someone sometimes is seen by the things you complain about. Yes. He doesn't do this, doesn't do that. It's like that. It's as if that's all you want from someone. You know, it's like that's all. That's, it's like that's all you want. If you give me this, then it means that he loves me. Or if you do that, it means that your love, you see, your love has to be greater. Yeah. It has to be greater than some of the little, little things that bring about squabbles. That is squabbles. Because your squabbles reveal the level of your love. Can you like someone based on their hairstyle? Ladies change their hairstyle all the time. And some of the hairstyles don't work. I mean, they themselves, they themselves, they know that it's not working. Just that, just that, listen to me, listen to me, just that they've paid for it, so they have to wear it for a while. They can't just change it. But when it's, when it's, fin- when they, they, it's finished and they look at their, their face, they can tell that, no, 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 no. no. I mean, this, uh, this, uh, bad, this, this is a bad move. But the problem is that she has paid for it. She can't, and she has paid for it, and she has spent six hours to get it done. So I'm just, I'm just, I was making a point. I was making a point that, you see, your love for someone should be more than, more than that nice hairstyle that you saw her in. If you go deeper, you should go deeper into personalities. Because hair is like this or it's like that. It's the same person. And personality or character is of more value than beauty. The Bible says that beauty is vain. I'm just explaining to you that, you see, when, when your love is up to a certain point, it shows how shallow you are. So when your love for God is just, give me this, give me that, give me this, give me that. It's a, it's a very shallow kind of love. Yeah. What are you, what are you giving to him? How devoted are you to him? So how devoted are you to somebody? If just the change of a hairstyle puts you off. Yes. Yes. Just the change of the hairstyle you'll be put off. Because some of the hairstyles, when you see it, it, it makes when the person comes, the, the head is like a matchbox. You see, my point, don't think they don't know it. When she's coming like a matchbox, she knows that today I look like a matchbox. Have you seen a matchbox before? Yes, she knows that today is a matchbox day. But she can't change it. She has to keep it for about, how long do people keep their hair for? Three to four weeks. Yes, three to four weeks. She has to keep it. I mean, the good ones. I mean, some, some take it to World Cup. <laughs> Look, I saw somebody on 31st night that I didn't see her again for a long time. I think it wasn't Easter. Easter is just about three or four months away. I must have seen her during the summer. I mean, I think we had a joint service. I said, hey, 31st night, you haven't changed it. Why? Why? 
She arrived with the same person. Quiet, quiet. Look, if you. Okay, number one. Why every. So today is why every Christian, our general theme is you must be a shepherd. The first subtopic is why every Christian can become a shepherd. Number one is because to become a shepherd, all you need is a desire. First Timothy chapter three, verse one. This is a true saying. If a man desire the office of a bishop, he desireth a good work. A bishop is an overseer. An overseer is a shepherd. So what you need is a desire. A desire is interest. You have desires for a lot of things, isn't it? You have desires for a lot of things. For a lot of things. You have desires for a lot of things. Translate some of those desires into the work of an overseer. Into the work of a shepherd. Because you have desires. Some of you have desires that after service you are going to eat um, Nando's. Some of you desire you are going to eat what? Hmm? Big old king. You people in this, you're big old king. People have all sorts of desires. All, all sorts of desires. All sorts of desires. All you need is a desire. If you, have a desire, if you have a desire, God can work on it. Yeah. If you can desire, God can work on it and God can work with you. That's what it is. If you have a desire, God can work with you. It's like, do you have a desire to be a shepherd? Would you like to be a shepherd? Would you like to help God gather his people, the people he sent his only son to come and die for? Will you like to help God or to join God to gather those people? Are you, in, it's like, are you interested? Are you interested? Are you do you have do you have, do you have any interest at all that you would like to gather God's people? Then you can become a shepherd. A desire. Interest. It's like I like. It's like I like. Not, not that I'm indifferent. I like. I actually like it. I actually like it. I actually like it. It's like someone showing interest in you. Yeah. Wow. You know, when somebody shows interest in you, yeah. Yeah. you see, though I'm talking about shepherding, I'm, you see, you, you receive a lot of advice on different things. Yes. So, so when you are quiet, you get more. And you make a lot of noise. I, I'll just go back to point two. Yes. You see, when someone is showing interest in you, mm. and you don't respond, it means you are not interested. And that person has every right to move on. I'm talking to sisters now. That person has every right because you, are not, you know you are not the queen of Sheba. I mean, you know it. And we are not we are not in the 16th century yes. to go and advise a brother that 
Oh yeah, Jesus. What are you a deer to be chased? Are you a deer? Are you an antelope? That yeah, chase. I mean, really, yeah. I mean, really. No, no, no. No, she's not interested. There's somebody who is interested. Because it all that's all it means. All it means is that the all it means is that she's not interested. You see, some people are bold to say that, look, I'm not interested. Some people are not bold enough to say it, so they don't say it. They just doodle and doddle and they just hope you see if, if you talk too much. What the person is doing, the person is hoping that you will give up. Yeah, so politely, they become non-responsive. And it's almost like they are thinking, but if I like, you would know that I like. I'll be all over you. I'll be, I'll be with you. I'll be talking to you. I'll respond to your messages. I'll chat with you. I mean, which, which lady doesn't notice texts to reply? Sometimes it's as safe. Sometimes it's as safe. They are even they are even on the phone checking. Is he online or not? <laughs> but you can tell when someone is online, isn't it? Yes. As long as you type, you start typing. You see, she also starts typing. Yes. So, so you see, desire, desire, show something. Someone desires you. And then you don't respond. What you're saying is that I don't, I don't desire, I don't share in that vision. The vision you have, I don't have that vision. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. And therefore, when I sit with such a person, I'll tell him, I'll tell him, look, brother, pack your bag. Because this person is not a death statue. The message the person is giving you clearly is that I'm not interested. When will you realize that I'm not interested so you leave me alone? It's 16th century, 16th day, the days of, um, I don't know who was living in the 16th century. Shakespeare, I mean, I don't know, I don't know who was there. Christian sister, Christian sister, Christian brother, you know, respond. And don't deceive too. Don't deceive and don't lie. Yes, because it also it also affects your reputation. Yes, it affects your reputation and your image and who you are. So don't deceive. Don't be, don't be like a deceiver. Someone who doesn't like but pretends like I like. Don't, don't be that type of person too. This is church. Now we are church. So I have to show you church rules. And how to behave as a Christian. So God is saying that all I'm looking for is. Look. Do you have a desire to be an overseer? Do you like it? Do you like it? Because I'm looking, I'm looking for shepherds. I'm looking for shepherds. I want shepherds. I want shepherds. I've sent my son. He's come to spill his blood. For the whole world, I need shepherds to gather them. Do you have any? In, it's like it's like. Do you have any interest in it at all? Do you have any interest in it at all? Do you have any interest? Do you like it? Do you want such a thing? Would you like to join? Would you also like to be a shepherd? Would you also like to gather? Can't you gather eight people? Can't you gather sixteen? 
Can't you gather 34? Can't you gather 24? Can't you gather 32? I mean, can't you? Can you gather some people at all? Do you have any interest? And as soon as God says that, you have desire. Then he starts responding to you. Then he starts responding. Oh, I've seen somebody. I've seen somebody who likes what I like. Who wants what I want. Who is interested in me. And you see, that is how relationships are formed. When you start talking to someone, you say, the person talks back. When you, when you are talking about what you are interested in, the person is interested in what you are interested in. And when she also starts talking, you realize you're also interested in what she's interested in. That's how relationships are formed. That's how people will say that, oh, we are friends. We really get on well. We are friends. We are friends. Because now you see a very quiet, if you like, boring guy, but someone is so excited with him. Because they have, they have, some, they have something to talk about. It's something to relate on. It's people with certain type of brains who say that I want a tall person, I want this, I want this. Those things have no contribution to marriage. There's no contribution. Or a guy who says that I want a slim lady. Do you know the future of that slim girl? Do you know the future? Maybe, maybe before you choose her, look for her mom. Look for her mom first. And you two, if you know what your mom looks like, hide her. (laughs) Never let him see her. Never let him see her. If he, if he, if he asks for her photo, bring a passport picture. <laughs> so desire, desire. One of the things that drives people in this life is desire. It moves people. And one of the things you have to respect, you see, desire, desire, see the way you get desire, desire, it's as if it's not a spiritual thing, but desire is very spiritual. Because there are some things you don't have a desire for. People who have a desire for that thing, they have a problem. They have a problem. They are not, they are not, they are not wired well. Or the wiring has problems. So that's why they have a desire for that. And you don't have a desire for that. And that's, that's how can you should also, also judge them. Because you don't know how they became that. How they developed the taste and the appetite for something that is so disgusting to you. But that's the power of desire. That's the power of desire. What you want, what you like, what you feel for. So if you, if you, if you feel for God and for the work of God, there's something good is happening to you. Yes. yes. You feel like, yeah. It's, like, it's almost like, it's enough. You shouldn't talk anymore. I would like to be a shepherd. Then God is working in you. Then God is already at work in you. But, oh yes, I would like to be a shepherd. I would like to do this work. I'm interested. I like it. Then God is already working in you. Then God has already touched your heart. But, oh yes, I would like it. I would like to give it a try. I would like to give it a try. I would like to give it a try. They give you the trial. I mean, it's like a lady, you're sitting there. It's not like there's a queue of guys. And then somebody suddenly says that, 
I like you. Even if you don't like him, at least say thank you to God. Even if he looks like Shrek, he looks like Shrek. Do you know Shrek? Yes. I don't know how many ladies will accept Shrek. Matt. Yes. Even if he looks like Shrek, at least what he has for you is God's desire. What he has for you is God's desire. Yeah, it's called desire. It's like he likes you. He likes you. I hope you understand desire. That he likes you. He's interested in you. He would like to have a piece of you. If you're a cake, he would like to take a slice. You see, I'm giving some of these guys words to go and use. I'm sure someone will send someone a text to say, if you're a cake, I just want a slice of you. Hmm. But I was keen and saying, so he's used it already. Number two. I think it's quite easy to become a shepherd, isn't it? Desire, because we can all see that we have desires. Number two, becoming a shepherd is a natural stage of development. Hebrews chapter 5, verse 12. It's a natural stage of development. Becoming a shepherd. It's, in other words, it follows, it's supposed to follow a natural trend. Though, though it's a spiritual ability that you are developing, but it's, a, it's natural as a Christian. As you grow up as a Christian, you are expected to become a shepherd. Just as a brother growing up is expected to grow a beard or have a beard. When they don't have a beard, they pray about it. Hebrews chapter 5, Hebrews chapter 5, Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 12. Yes, and I'm sure ladies also have things that you expect as you grow up, isn't it? You expect some some changes. You expect some changes in your body. Changes on whatever. I mean, you expect changes. Yes. And when the changes are not happening, you start praying and hoping. Yes. Yes. And some of the growths, you don't even want it to stop. You wish it would, it, this, this one would have been bigger. And then suddenly it stopped. So you said, oh, how, how come mine stopped so early? How do I know? From the things that are sold. Yes. The things that are sold. People sell things to make some places. That's how how I know that there are people who have desired that it would have gone further and then it stopped. Yes. From the things that are sold because people buy it. It means that they feel they need it. They need this place to come out more. 
So the scripture says that. The scripture says that. Is that how is this how you guys have always been? It looks like I've forgotten how you are. Have you always been like this? Really? No, because I'm just coming from Master Seed. They're very they're very controlled. I mean, I managed to finish all my points, but the way you are going, I can tell that I can't. Okay, listen to Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 12. Be good, okay? Be good. For when for the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God. And I become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. So you see, there's a time when it's expected that you are a teacher. That is, you are a shepherd. You are teaching other people. You are sharing things with other people. You are leading other people. You have your group. You have your group of eight. your, Your group of eight. Your group of 16. Your group of 24. Your group of 32. Your group of 48. You have, you have your, a time when you have your group that you are teaching them. And then there you are. You're not teaching anybody. You rather have need of milk. Do you know milk? Well, we now have to teach you love, forgiveness, repentance. Forgive. It's that like we're now telling you that, look, it's okay. We'll be telling Maranatha, it's okay. Just leave it. It's okay. It's okay. Let's leave it. Forgive. You know, the Bible says this. The Bible says that. The Bible says, love your neighbor. Love. I mean, what? Your, your sheep, you are supposed to have. They are, they, are, they are in the world. They are scattered. Because you haven't become a shepherd. And we are still talking to you about the basic things. The basic. It calls it the first principles. The first principles. The first principles are things like repentance. Because it's like you are supposed to have stopped fornicating, but you are still fornicating. Yes, you are still you are still fornicating. You are still you are still uh, masturbating. You are still watching porn. It's like you are supposed to have you are supposed to have left these things behind, repented and made a U turn and turned away from it. That now you are all out for God. Your, your sexual desires are now directed to one person for marriage. And you are waiting to finish counseling so that you can marry. Yeah. It's not that the desires disappear. They don't disappear. It's there. But you, it's just, you become a sniper. Yes. It's like it's aimed, it's like it's aimed at this person. And that's it. Finish. But when we are still discussing the first principles with you, stop these things, stop this, do this, repent, oh, forgive, be like this. No, it's okay, don't be offended. It's okay, we didn't, it wasn't meant like this. This. Meanwhile, the scripture says that you ought to be a teacher. You ought to be a teacher by now. In other words, you've been around long enough that by now you should be a teacher. You should be a shepherd. You should be a shepherd. But we are still talking to you about baby stuff. Baby stuff. 
baby stuff. So you see, in the world, in the world, in schooling, they'll say that now you need, you need, um, you have um, special needs. So you need a special school, isn't it? We have all kinds of, so it's like, as you're in the church, you've been around, but it's like, these are the special needs members. Yes. These are the, these are, these are the, these are the, these are the members that you can't speak bluntly and clearly with. You have to be careful because if it's people, the person doesn't understand, the person mis, will misinterpret it. So this is the member with special needs. Special needs. Special needs. Yeah. So needs a special person to attend to them. Have you seen the children in the, in the school corridors? They are not part of the main class. You have to pull them to the side. Then they have a special needs teacher who is with them. They'll be spitting on the teacher, slapping the teacher, doing all sorts of bad. They just be there. It's, it does, that, that means that the person has problems with natural growth. So sometimes you see, mem- you see members, they don't talk to any pastor except bishop. That's special needs. It's only bishop they relate with. Only bishop who can talk to them. Because bishop is the one who is trained and has experience for special needs and normal people. Okay. Yes. Bishop can handle any type and make you comfortable. But the, a normal pastor can't. You see, the church has become quiet. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So you see, Bishop will come all right because it's a, it's a, I mean, yeah, he might be your soul. I'll come all right. I'll attend to you. I'll talk to you. I'll pray with you. I'll be, I mean, I'll be your friend. It's never been a problem for me. It's never been, I'll be your, I am your friend. I relate to people more as friend than anything else. I relate to people friends all the time. You should see, you should see texts that I receive. But I'm just saying that this topic we are talking about, a time when you are supposed to be a teacher. Supposed to be a teacher, and you can't relate with any shepherd, any pastor in the church except bishop. It's all special needs. It's just, it's just like that child in that school who can't relate with anybody till she sees a special needs teacher. Then they calm down. Then they're happy. It's like yes, I've seen this one. It's the same. It's the same. It's there's a problem with development. Part of development is to be able to relate with other people. Yes, that is why. That is why in your primary school years, there's something called playtime or break time. It's 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 your development, your ability to socialize and to play with other people and to interact with other people. It's part of it's part of learning. If you can't interact with people, you can't relate with people. There's a problem. There's a, there's a major deficiency that you can't relate with other people. You can't interact with them. If we leave you with people, it's like you can't talk. You're quiet. You can't play. So you see that those of you who are teachers, there's always, there's always eyes or a problem with the child who is always alone. It's like, why is the child alone? I mean, if the parents appear and the child, your child is alone. You ask the teacher, why is my child alone? And they have to explain to you how your child can't mix with people. Though if you ask a child, is there a problem at home? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
So why are you not a shepherd? Is that a problem at home? <laughs> yeah. What is what exactly is the problem? Why can't you care for other people? For the time when you ought to be a teacher. The time you ought to be a teacher, you still have problem with boys. It's like boys are your problem. Boys are a problem. You like any boy? Jump in bed easily. I mean, why? You're supposed to be a shepherd. And we are still discussing the first principles. And we can't feed you with strong meat. We have to give you milk. Here's some of the things that I'm throwing. It's like, it's like, it's like strong meat. But if I was sitting with just you who are such a problem, I'll not say the things I'm saying. I'll give you the milk. I'll just give you the milk and say, just, just sip it. I'll ask you, is the temperature okay? Should I warm it? Or do you want it cold? How do you want it? Just so that you'll be in the church and you'll be stable. But meanwhile, you're supposed to be a teacher. Point number three. <laughs> I guess you understand the natural stage of development. Yes. You can't say you are leaving the church because nobody wished you happy birthday. I mean, it was my birthday and I told Bishop and he didn't respond, so I'm going. Child, it's like my child telling me that since we went to uni, I never visited him. Oh. I said, say, brother, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. Yes. He said, I, vi- I visited his sisters, but he, I never came to him. I said, I said, but you know, girls need special care and attention. So, how to be there for them, too, you know? Make sure there are no insects in there. <laughs> he, said, he said, when I dropped him off, and then I waved, that was it. I dropped him off and I picked And I said, oh, but I picked you up when you finished. Yeah. Yeah, so, at least final year I came. Yes. <laughs> I took you first day of first year. And I came final day of final year. Have, you, have I not done well? Oh, well. <laughs> I get to collect you. <laughs> what you do? <laughs> what you do? Yes. I do my best. Yes, I do my best. I try. Yes. At least the girls will praise me. Yes, that oh, that you are there every week. Yes. You're you're always there. I have interest. <laughs> Special interest there. Yeah. The man what? Kabashatala bikapato shetese. I think it's time to close, isn't it? Oh!
How many points do you have so far? Two. Two. Really? The same time in Master's Deed, I've done about seven points. Okay, three. Point number three. How many of you are already deciding to become shepherds? You, yes. can't, you can't wait to be given the chance to be a shepherd. Yes, you must be a shepherd. It shows that you are growing up and you are developing. It shows that you are growing up and you are developing. As you grow up, there are some things, it's not a sin, but you are not expected to even say it. I mean, can you imagine me standing in front of you talking that my dad is not looking after me? I mean, can you imagine me saying such a thing? That my father doesn't do this, that my mother doesn't do this, and I'm in my mother's house. I mean, can you imagine me talking like that? It's not, it's not a sin, but, you know, if I say, you all be looking at me and say that, oh, how, how can we help him? <laughs> how, how can we help him? Yes. How can we help him? But that, that's how some of us sound. At the point, there are some things you have to drop. Even though it's happening, you just, you just ignore them. You just, you just, that's how you, that's how you can advance spiritually. You just, it's not, it's not as, as though you don't notice some things or you don't feel some things. You notice, you feel it happens, but it's like, hey, hey, hey look, it's not the main thing in life. It's not the main thing because it sets you back. Yeah. So number three says that. There's a great need for shepherds. Matthew chapter 9, verse 36. There's a great need for shepherds. There's a great need for shepherds. I almost almost feel like I'm bargaining on behalf of God. I've become a shepherd. Come and help. Come and help with the harvest. There's a harvest. The scripture says the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. And it's like God needs people. Can you imagine? Can you imagine Almighty God asking you that He needs you? Would you like Him to say it twice? I mean, He's not a boy who wants to marry you. He's not a boy who wants to marry you. That you will be saying that I'm going to pray about it. I'm going to do 100 hours prayer. Meanwhile, you're not praying. It says that, but when He saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. I, you see, I really need to see how God sees the world. How God sees the world. All the things you see on social media, on your drive um, home, wherever you are, when you see people, when you see people, godless people, ungodly people doing ungodly things. The thing that must happen to you is, is this. You must be moved with compassion because what is happening to them is that they are like sheep without a shepherd. They are like sheep without a shepherd. That is what is happening to them. That's what is happening to them. If only, if only they could get a shepherd who hold their hand and say, let's go to church. I'm taking you to church. They'll be different. They'll, I mean, they will be different. Just, just a shepherd. Just a shepherd. Not a boyfriend. Not a girlfriend. Just a shepherd. So, you see, when, when you are in church and you are 
converting members into boyfriends and girlfriends. You have, you're a wicked person. You're a wicked person. The people that Jesus has died for. When you see them, what you think about is boyfriend and girlfriend. You are very wicked. I wish I could say it is nicer. People need to fall into the hands of a shepherd. A shepherd has their hand, has them like this. A shepherd will hold their hands like this. It will be totally different. Yes. But you see, you, you, your eyes, what you see in the world, what you see in there, you have to have the eyes that Jesus had. When he saw the people, he was moved with compassion. You know, many years ago, I picked Bishop up from Heathrow. And we're driving down south. So we, dro- we drove through here. We drive through here. This oval place. Yeah. Oval place. There's, there's a pub somewhere. You know, there's a pub. I mean, quite a popular pub. pub. Yeah. There's somewhere here. I always remember when we got there. When we got there. It was around 5 p.m. When we got there, he asked me. Because the pub was packed. With people standing outside. Drinking and chatting. He asked me, what is this? Of course, he knows it's a pub. But I said, what is this? What's happening? So I explained to him what it is and the type of pub that it is. He just made one comment. Do you want to know what he said? Do you really want to know what he said? Those are the bad. Do you want to know? He said, he said, their shepherds have disappointed them. Yes, that was all he said. He said, their shepherds have disappointed them. Sheep having no shepherd. When you see people, don't say these are unbelievers, foolish boys. No, they have no shepherd. Rather, start thinking of yourself. What have you done to help them? Yes, because because it means those people don't have a shepherd. What they need is a shepherd. They need someone to take them by the hand and say, "We are going to church." Like somebody took you by the hand and brought you to church. How many of you, someone brought you to church? You are here. Somebody, not today, but your church life that you have, it's, it is through somebody, not an angel. Lift up your hand. It is through somebody, not an angel. Yes. Somebody brought us to church. Somebody brought us to church. Somebody took us to church. That person is called a she- Did the work of a shepherd. Did the work of a shepherd. Was moved with compassion. May God give you compassion for souls. May God give you compassion for souls. May God give you compassion for souls. So you don't condemn people when God is not condemning them. What they need is a shepherd. There's a great need for shepherd. There's a great need for shepherd. A great need for shepherd. We need shepherds. God needs shepherds. God needs shepherds. And number four. That's my final point for today. Wow. I'm choosing which one. Okay. 
All these people that are being chased are supposed to be in church. If there are more shepherds, less work the police will have. It's true. Yeah. If I read anything about some of these uh, revivalists and some of the God's generals, you see, as if I comes, crime drops. The police themselves will have Sunday off. No, seriously. Everybody will be in church. Everybody will be in church. Genuinely saved. But there are no shepherds. Can you see the problem? Yes. Sometimes we think the problem is the world. But the problem is us. We have to be shepherds. Just as you are saved, the day you are in the church, you are complaining about the church. How that this should be like this, this should be like that, that should be like that. It can, you know, once we are human beings, there will be no perfection. No. There will be no perfection. But we are human beings. We are human beings. If I tell you your wig is not straight just now, would you know that your wig is not straight? You don't even know. Because you're a human being. Well, how can I make that a complaint that your wig is twisted? Because <laughs> you're sitting there, you're feeling very cute. <laughs> You've just applied another layer of Vaseline. But what you, what you can't see is that the, 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 the wig has shifted. Now all the ladies are worried. They are wondering whether it's them. I'm adjusting it for you. I'm adjusting it. I'm, I'm talking, you are not talking, but you keep layering your lips. Become a shepherd so that you can obtain a good degree. First Timothy three. There's a degree waiting for you in heaven. Yeah. Apart from the degree you're getting from wherever you are now. There's another degree waiting for you in heaven. Do your shepherding work well. When you get to heaven, there's a degree waiting for you there. You must get that degree. You must get that. And some of you must leave your universities with two degrees. The first degree you're getting and the degree of shepherding. Yes. You must aim. You must aim that the university that you are in, by the time you are leaving, you've left the church there. 
you've left the church there for someone to take over and continue. Don't go to uni and walk out without planting a church. Yes. Yes. Because there's, there's another degree waiting for you. So as you are there, you think you are just, you think you are studying whatever you are studying, but you are studying something else. Don't leave any university without leaving a church behind. Leave with two things. Your degree you went there for and then the degree of shepherding. Don't leave a university without a church. There must be a church. I tell you, there's a church. I mean a real church. The only thing you tell us, oh, COVID affected it a little bit, but it can revive. I still have some people there. They'll just be gathered, and then it continues. But don't just go and just walk out with um, the other one. Verse 13. For they that have used the office of a deacon well, purchase to themselves a good degree and great boldness in, in the faith which is in Christ Jesus. So they that have used the office of a shepherd well, purchase to themselves a good degree. A good degree. Leave your uni with two degrees. Two. Just go and just pass through and just tell us that I've got two one. I've got first class. Left this. Heaven will be looking at you. Of what use is two one for us in heaven? Yes. Of what use is it for us? Yes, of what use is it? You've rather, you've rather, you've spent your years establishing unbelievers. Yes. As you are getting two, as you are getting two, one, unbelievers are very comfortable around you. Drinking with them, partying with them, fornicating with them, doing all sorts of silly things with them. Then you walk out. Then you walk out, cry for mercy, God forgives you, and then you are in church here, and you've left them in sin. I think you understand what I'm saying. So, every uni you go to, two degrees. The one you went to study and shepherding. So, those of you who are still in uni, God is calling you. Yes. He left this last point for you. How many of you are still in uni? Ah. Ah, your chance is big. A chance to do something for God. Big. Let me see your hands again. Hi, hi, you're still in uni, like you are in uni. You haven't finished your first degree. You're still within your first degree. That's what I mean. First, still within first degree. Hi. Uh-huh. You have a big chance to get the other degree. Are you going to get the other degree? Yes. Let's get the other degree. Let's get it. Use the office of a deacon, a shepherd. Well, you purchase yourself a good degree. I don't know why, but I feel like ending here. Yes, it's just a feeling I have like ending so that you can think about what you have to think about and become shepherds. And then by the grace of God, next week we continue. But you must become a shepherd. And I've given you reasons why every Christian can become a shepherd. Every, everything I've mentioned, every Christian can do. 
Things that is not so special. Every Christian can do. I've never heard a voice from God before that, uh, my son, my son, my son Richard, you are called. I've never heard anything like that before. Never since I was born. Never. I've never had a dream about my a calling, seen a vision, angel, heard a voice. Never. The only thing I've ever had is interest in the work of God, which is called desire. That's the only thing I've found. This is how far desire has brought me. Yeah. I've, never, I've never dreamt of church, like, you know, like I'm walking in a field. And then suddenly I wake up and I hear a voice. That field is my harvest. Son, get to the job. I've never had anything like that before. No, never. You also haven't had a dream like that before, isn't it? Yeah, so I'm just like you. All I'm using, all I'm using is desire and interest. But oh, I like to work for God. I like to do something for God. I like to preach for God. Oh, if God, if God will accept me, if God will accept me, if God will accept me, if God, if he will accept me, I would like to come. I would like to be part of it. That's all. That's all that I have. Never dreamt before. Never seen a vision before. Never had some prophetic, prophetic declarations over my life. That, uh, that's the of the Lord. I have called thee. Look not to the left or to the right. And don't look behind you. Just look ahead of you. For your call lieth ahead of you. I've never heard of any such prophetic declarations. All I have is desire. I want to. God, I want to. God, I would like to. God, please, can I come? That's all I have. I have God, can I come? He says, come. And we have, we've been going. We've been going for a while now. That's all I have. God, can I come? You know how sometimes you see someone that you wish you could be there. That, oh, can I also come? It's called desire and interest. You're just interested in, in what is happening. Yes. Yeah. Maybe you see football matches and things, and you say, oh, I'd like to go and watch a football match. Yes. Yes. And you just mentioned to somebody, oh, I'd like to watch, go and watch a football match. Yes. I said to somebody once, oh, I'd like to go and watch a football match. And he said, no problem. And he took me on my birthday to go and watch a football match. Yes. He took me all the way to Old Trafford. Yes. No, no, it was his team that was playing. <laughs> yes. But I, was, but I was very happy. I was just standing there like a little boy. Can I come? Can I come? And he said, yes, you can come. I'll take you. We went all the way to Manchester. is calling you. You should be saying to God, God, can I come? God, I want to come. I can gather eight people. I can. I can. God, I can gather eight. I can bring eight people to church. I can find eight people to, to church. I can. God, I can do it. It's not a problem. I can. I can. I can do it. This person is annoying. The annoying people, they are still annoying. Yes. <laughs> when, when are they going to stop being annoying? They are not greater than God. This one is like this, this one is like that, this one is like this, this one is like this. What's your name? Drew. How do you spell it? Okay, Drew. Lovely name. Nice handwriting too. Beautiful. I'm showing you shepherding, 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 shepherding. 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 
You like me to come and stand by you and ask you what's your name, isn't it? Well, all of you, I know your names. Why do you want to come and ask you for your names? (laughs) Change your name to what? Mr. Prisla. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet, guys. Stand to your feet. And if you are serious, if you are really serious, are you listening to me? Why is that movement? If you are really serious, I want you to pray to God that, Lord, use me as a shepherd. I want you to close your eyes, you know, close your eyes, lift up your two hands and talk to God that, Lord, Lord, I would like you to use me as a shepherd. I'm giving myself to you. I'm giving my heart to you. Give me a chance. Give me a chance. Give me an opportunity, Lord. Lord, let an opportunity be created so that I can be a shepherd. So that I can be a shepherd, Lord. So that I can be included. I can be included. I can be included. Lord, give me that chance. Give me that chance. Pray to him now. Pray. Speak up. Don't think about your prayer. Speak it. Speak it. Say, talk to him, the Lord. I'd like to be. I like to be. I want to be. I want to be. I want to be. I want to be. His people are scattered because there are no shepherds. His people are scattered because there are no shepherds. Use me, Lord. Choose me, Lord. I want, Lord. Can I come, Lord? Can I come, Lord? Can I come, Lord? Lord, can I come? Mafidoma Labadisho Tandiliata Kladi Sanda Labadiba Kapa Tata Labatiba Tanda Levitasha Pado Yikonde Levikesta Madisto 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 Maya Mata Mala Vanda Labadiba Kapa Labadiba Kapa Shonda Labadiba Kapa Paliba Daba Paliba Daba Paliba Daba Paliba daba, mato sanda lava diba kapa shanda lava tapa. Oh God, my God, my God, my God, my God, my God, my God. Choose us and use us. Choose us and use us. We are praying that you choose us and use us. Choose us and use us, oh God. Choose us and use us, oh God. Choose us and use us, oh God. Oh, Madama Vata Labati Pashapa Tapasata Pata Sanda Labatapa Labatapatasa Pari Mayanda Lalala Siandi Lalala Siandi Matasha Dala Badi Baka Pata Sata Mato Maka Mati Satanda Labafika Pata Sata Choose and use, choose and use, choose and use. Choose and use. Choose and use. Pray to him. Give yourself to him. It's a prayer of consecration. 
a prayer of consecration give yourself to him release yourself to him release yourself to God release yourself to God that he can use you as a shepherd that he will use you as a shepherd oh madalaba diba kapalaba dibo sanda maliba deya dabadiya 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 nasondata la patisa na hatastaya that you will use that for god that you will use us 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 for god Pray for a chance Pray for an opportunity Pray for an open door Pray for a chance. Pray for a chance. For a chance to be included. For an opportunity for God to use you as a shepherd. As a shepherd to gather his people. To gather people that Jesus died for. People that Jesus died for. People that Jesus shed his blood for. Pray for a chance, opportunity. Oh God. Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, Mata Sanda Lava Diva Kapa Sataya, Male Majende, Male Majende, Male Maganda Lava Dava Fanda Lava Diva Lava Dova Lava Dova Lava Dova Lava Dova Dova Lava Dova Lava Dova Lava Dova Lava Dova Lava Dova Ah God. My God, 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 a chance, opportunity, oh God, to be shepherds of God, to be shepherds of God, to be shepherds of God. Give us a chance. Give us another chance. Give us a chance. Give us another chance to gather souls for you, Lord. To gather souls for you, God. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. If you are not a shepherd, you like to be a shepherd, lift up your two hands. Let me pray for you. You are not, and you like to be like God to use you. Father, I pray for all these hands that are lifted up. Touch, oh God. Touch them by your spirit. Do your work in them by your spirit. Do a new work. Let a new work begin in them, Lord. Let a new work begin in them, oh God. Thank you, Lord. I pray, Lord. I join with them in prayer. And I pray, Father, let there be an opportunity, Lord. Give them a chance. Give them a chance. Give them a chance to serve you. Make a way for them to serve you. 
Make it possible for them to serve you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you for that privilege. Thank you for the blessed opportunity to stand before you and to serve you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Every eye closed, every head bowed. I also want to pray for you. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my heart. I need Jesus in my life. The first step you could ever take in becoming a shepherd and becoming a serious Christian is to be saved, is to be born again, is to give your life to Jesus, is to ask God to forgive you of all your sins and all your mistakes and surrender your life to God. This afternoon, you want to say that, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Somebody invited me to church. I've been going to church, but I know I'm not saved. I feel far from God. I don't have a relationship with God. Pastor, please pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. If you're here like that, just lift up your right hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you. Just the right hand. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. God bless you. I can see your hand. God bless you. I can see your hands. Just your right hand. Keep it up. Keep it up. Don't put it down. Keep it up. I need Jesus in my life. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to give my life to Jesus. I don't want to be a sinner anymore. I want to be a child of God. It's your right hand. God bless you. I can see your hands. You also want to join in. God bless you. I can see your hand there. I can see your hand there. Now, if you have your hand lifted up, I want you to do one more thing. I want you to come to me right here in the front. Right here. Look at me. I have my hand lifted up as well. So come to me. You lifted up your right hand. Come. 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 Come from wherever you are. Maybe you didn't even lift up your hand. But you want to come and give your life to Jesus. Come. 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 Come from wherever you are. Come. You didn't lift up your hand, but you still want to come to Jesus. Come. I'm here. I'm waiting for you. Come. Come. A few more of you. You want to give your life to Jesus. Come. Come to Jesus. Come quickly. Come quickly. Don't delay. Come quickly. Come to Jesus. Come to Him. Come. Yes, there is room. Yes, there is room. Yes, come to Jesus. One more, one more coming for Jesus. One more coming to Jesus. It's a one more soul that Jesus died for, ready to come to Him. Come, yes, come, come to Jesus. Yes, there is room. Now let's bow our heads, close your eyes, and let's say this prayer together. Those of you in front, say this prayer meaningfully after me. And the entire church will help us as we say this prayer. Say, Heavenly Father, Father, I am a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. Say, I believe in Jesus. 
I believe Jesus died for me. And he rose up on the third day. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. Now say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. I surrender myself to you. Say, thank you, Father, for accepting me and making me a child of yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, pray for them. Help them. Fill them with your spirit. Establish them in your house, Lord. Let it be well with them. Let it be well with them. Let the Holy Spirit take over. From this moment, Holy Spirit, please take over. Work on them. Work on them. Let the change happen. Let the new life begin. Let this new special life begin in them, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Work on them. Work in them. Move in them. Thank you, Lord. Change their desires. Change their expectations, Lord. Fill them with your love. May they love you. May they love you. May they fear you. And may they live for you. Thank you for your great mercy and your great blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Please wait. They want to give you some gifts. Very quickly, very quickly. You've run out of wrappers. Beautiful. God bless you. At the end of the service, can you see this place that says Salvation Corner? Right here. Dancing Stars Wave, right here. Yes, so we'd like to see all of you at the close of the service. As soon as we share the grace, just make your way here, right here. They would have left. So these are your special, special VIP seats that will just speak to you briefly before you go home. So thank you very much. See you at the close of service. God bless you. We'll go back to your seats. Come for them. Communion, right? Communion, communion, communion. Take, eat, this is my body. Beautiful. Place it here. Thank you, Jesus, for healing, for blessing, for miracles, for miracles. Let there be miracles. Let there be a release of miracles. Let there be a relief of blessings. Let them possible be made possible. Let there be healing. Healing of the soul. Healing of the mind. Healing of the will. Healing of the spirit. Let the wounded be healed. Let the bruised be healed. Let the weak be strengthened. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let this mark the beginning of a deeper relationship with you, Lord. Grant us the privilege as we eat the Lord's body and drink his blood for a deep
deeper relationship with you. Thank you, Father. Father in heaven, I bless every bread and I bless every cup. And I declare it is the body of Christ and it is the blood of Jesus. Save us. Establish, secure our relationship with Jesus. We honor Christ. We honor him for the great sacrifice he made for us. And all it means and all the effects on our lives. We honor you, Jesus. And we thank you, Father, for the privilege to be partakers, to have communion with you, the body of Christ. Eat it. The scripture calls it the cup of blessing. <laughs> you drink blessings into your life. You drink favor into your life. You drink strength into your life. And you drink life into your lives. Because the life is in the blood. The life is in your blood. You shall live and not die. You shall succeed and not fail. You have hope. And not, and not feel hopeless. Amen. The blood of Jesus. Drink all of it. Father, let every pronounced blessing become real in our lives. Let every pronounced curse be cancelled from our lives. Lord. Let this begin a deep relationship with you. That we may know you. That we may know you. That we may know you. Reveal yourself to us. Show yourself to us. Let serving you and being with you be a great pleasure. Thank you for the grace to enjoy serving you, Lord. Let these wonderful children have a blessed life, Lord. May they live long. And may they live for you, Lord. May they be found pleasing to you, O oh God. Bless them, O oh God. They are your children, O oh God. They are your flock, O oh God. Bless them, O oh God. Let a blessing come into them. Let a blessing come upon them. Let them have blessed lives, O oh God. Let them live blessed lives, O oh God. <laughs> Let them live lives that glorify your name. Thank you for your blessing. In Jesus' name. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Take your seats. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and Instagram. Have a blessed week.